0: Welcome to Debt Free Degree, the podcast that can help you help your teen attend college with less debt and more success. Denise's two homeschooled kids attended college on $199,000 in scholarships for four years debt free with cash left over. We're starting a movement to help all parents figure this out so you and your teen can rest easy and look forward to living the life of your dreams. Now, here's your host, Denise Thomas.
1: Today's guest is Candace Bax Friesen. Candace is passionate about helping people reach their financial dreams. She's a mother of four, top performing realtor, entrepreneur, money coach, and speaker. Candace's approach to family finances gets past the fluff directly to the root of each challenge. This has led to her becoming a highly sought after coach within the finance and real estate industries. She coaches, trains, and mentors on money topics, from the basic budgeting to real estate investing. Candace is a sought-after speaker, enjoys teaching and helping you reach your financial dreams. Candace, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Well, Candace, what brought you to financial coaching? Is there a story behind that path?
0: Yeah, you know, I was uh, one of those nerdy kids and, you know, around 12 years old, I started looking at, you know, how am I going to do this? So I I had successful parents and they were both entrepreneurs and my grandparents were all entrepreneurs. But as a kid, I was like, OK, well, they're doing it, but how am I going to do this? And so I just started reading personal finance books, trying to figure figure it out and, I wanted to figure it out on my own, right? You know, not not have to ask my parents. You know how they how they did it, right? And you know, you still do learn a lot from watching your parents, and uh, and I'm very grateful for that. And I think that's definitely been a an advantage that I've had. Of course, is learning as a, as a child already all of these different lessons and hearing your parents talk about it. Um, so fast forward, I went to university, uh, got my bachelor of commerce, and became a realtor. But then, you know, it kind of went full circle because people would say, okay, Candice, like we've, we've, we're done with the financial part of the transaction here of, you know, buying and selling a house, but you seem to know about money. Like, could I ask you more questions? Right. And I think that so often in life, if we just listen to what people are saying, instead of kind of brushing it off as, oh yeah, okay, well, that's, that's something that I know about. Right. But, but if you really embrace what, what people say about you as your gifts, then um, we can often find different things that, that were maybe meant to do, right? So um, so selling houses is great. I love it. Um, but, you know, be able to help people through uh, the struggles in their finances has just been really rewarding.
1: And you're 100% correct about that. I think right now, and it's been for quite some time, teenagers trying to figure out what their career choice is going to be, has always been you know, kind of a sticking point with our universities here in the US. Mm-hmm. A lot of times kids think they know what they want, but then they find out uh, while they're at the university that they uh, need to change their major once or twice before they actually settle on what works for them. Mm-hmm. But yes, I do believe 100% paying attention and just watching for what your gifts really truly are and what really makes you happy is, is the key. Yeah.
0: Yeah. As you are just mentioning with with kids, I kind of took it upon myself, but um, as, as a kid, but with my own now, uh, my oldest is 17 and the next one's 15. He's definitely going to university here in Canada. It's university more than colleges, right? But, you know, he's already kind of trying to figure out what he's going to do. And, you know, we're talking about the money part of it already. And I think that's the biggest thing that parents can take from from this hopefully is just to start having the discussion instead of avoiding it, which is what people do in their finances, right? I'm not really sure what to do. So I'm just going to avoid the problem and somehow this is all going to work out. Um, But we don't want to, even if you do that in your own finances, let's change things for our kids and let's have those money conversations.
1: That's right. I think having that conversation earlier is better because then we're, we're not waiting for the shoe to drop You know, that, you know, college suddenly is going to be really expensive because we didn't talk about it and we didn't think about it or plan for it earlier. Uh, In my Mm -hmm. own family growing up, I had assumed that my parents were paying for college because the conversation was always when you go to college, not if you go to college. Mm -hmm. But they weren't paying for college. I didn't know that until right before senior year, which today that means right before you're applying to your universities. Yeah, that's a little late to start saving money or make a plan.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So yeah, having that conversation early is I think is very important. So in just the financial coaching area, what would you say would be beneficial? Why is it beneficial for families to get financial coaching?
0: Yeah. Uh, so I think a lot of number one in relationships, the one of the number one things is money stress, right? And, you know, you get married and you think, well, this is all going to work again, somehow we're in love, we'll figure out this money piece. And again, people just avoid it, right? It's it's not a, a sexy topic to talk about when you're dating, you know, hey, let's talk about money tonight over dinner, right? Um, but it's really one of those things that just has to be talked about. So if you didn't talk about before getting married, and now you're in a relationship, or or you have a partner, it's time to just have the conversation and I think what a money coach does is they they ask the difficult questions and when you're in a relationship if you have one idea and they have the other and so what I find most is just be able to ask questions allowing both people to speak and you know to say you know this is what I hear them saying right um a simple example would be one person says we have no money and the other person Does't manage the money, so they think there's no money, but then they say, "Well, we need to go get groceries, and they're like, "Oh, I guess we have money right and, and it's just a it's just a very simple example of what can happen day to day, but just miscommunication and then you know one person doesn't doesn't know where they're at right and there's that stress again. So having these conversations, uh, figuring out where you're at first of all, and then creating a plan. Uh, is huge for people.
1: So what would you say are the biggest challenges that they're facing? Why are families not seeking guidance when it comes to finances?
0: I think, well, I guess the first thing is people don't know who to turn to. So they don't know that there is a money coach out there. That's a thing. Um, So I think it used to be uh, for me anyway what I saw here is that banks and and for us credit unions you know you used to go to your banker and you would sit down you would go over the budget you would just almost be having coffee with them right whereas now it's like in and out or it's online you're not even having a conversation with anybody anymore right so maybe it used to be the role of the banker that they would kind of you know take care of things um, there's always this I'm not sure about investment people. Or are they just trying to sell me something? I don't know if I should go talk to them, right? Uh, same with life insurance. So it's really just a money coach is just someone who's neutral. You know, I'm not trying to sell you anything. It's just, do, you know, have you talked to, talk to somebody about investing? Have you, and have you taken care of your will, right? Just all the different things around money. Um, and then having that accountability to actually take the steps you need to take.
1: I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I think that you're right back in the day, you know, and this was many decades ago, maybe, you know, our parents or grandparents time sitting down and talking with your banker and how, and getting that financial guidance was something that they did, but today mm-hmm. and our, our grandparents and maybe even parents had that financial acumen mm-hmm. today, it's not taught. It's not taught in schools. Yeah, And uh, that's a problem that's a big yeah. problem today. I often say that we don't have a finan- we don't have a college debt crisis here in the US. What we have is a financial education crisis. Mm-hmm. So families need to start there, start with their finances and you know, let's get this let this worked out properly so everything makes sense in the end for both the parents and the teenager. Yeah. You know, I think parents tend to forget that you know, your kid can't get all that college debt without a cosigner yeah guess who that cosigner is that's you yeah and that's going to affect your buying power it's going to affect your credit rating exactly but you can avoid that with financial planning and understanding the numbers and understanding uh, what's real in this world right yeah Uh, so how would families overcome these challenges that we're facing today
0: well, I think two of the main issues are that we're not thinking past tomorrow, realistically, right? Um, but when you're starting to think, okay, how am I going to plan for my kid's college? You're thinking the next generation, right? So if if you look at wealthy people, um, people who their families have have wealth for generations, they, you know, they plan for two generations from where they're at, right? So we have to change our mindset around, you know, the length of time of where we're looking at our planning um the other thing is that we have a major issue <laughs> in society with instant gratification right and it's you know you can almost buy things off amazon in your sleep nowadays and that really does create an issue like i had a woman say to me you know i think i bought something at midnight last night as i was falling asleep and i don't even know if i did i should probably go check right so you don't even have to get in your car to go to the store anymore. It's it's too easy to buy things, which really makes it difficult for people to have those boundaries um, around, you know, what should I buy, right? Or what shouldn't I be buying? Because it's too easy to, and even if we're at the store, it's just tap, right? Um, so we've lost this connection to what, what we actually have with money because we're not literally taking out of our wallet and giving it to somebody anymore. Um, so yeah, you can leave a store and just be like, Hey, what, I wonder how much my bill was because it's just, it's so easy to just tap.
1: Well, you are so right about that. I can't say the number of times I've walked out of a, what I call whole paycheck and not even bothered to look to see what the bill was because you just hand over your credit card and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too easy today. And it's even worse. You know, we thought it was, it was bad when, okay, well, you're not handing cash anymore. Everything Mm -hmm. is is on a card, is on plastic, and that makes it very easy to not know how much money you really have. But now doing it online, wow, that's even Mm -hmm. worse.
0: Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and COVID has played into that, right? Because you're sitting at home, kind of bored, can't go out. Well, if I have to sit here, I deserve deserve something, right? Well, I'm just going to work on decorating the house. So you start buying and buying and buying or whatever it is. Right. Right. But um, yeah, it's just, it's been, the focus has really been even more on online shopping because that was sort of our only option in a lot of markets, you know, Canada is and still is, but yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You're right. Well, Candace, where can people find out more information and be able to reach you?
0: Uh, yeah. The easiest is of course, online. <laughs> so investorsmarts.ca. CA is for Canada. So investorsmarts.ca and uh, yeah, I've got a free uh, 20 minute call. So just reach out with any concerns or questions that you have and I'd be happy to help.
1: Oh, that is just fabulous. So we'll have that link in the notes below. So make sure that you check that out and get in touch with Candice so she can help you get where you need to be financially because it's not just about how to pay for college. It's how to make sure you have a retirement to go to as well. Well, thank you so much, Candace, for being with us today. Thank you. This is Denise Thomas, your debt-free college coach. If you don't have a mentor to help guide you through the college process, just give us a call at getaheadoftheclass.com. Remember, college doesn't have to be a debt sentence.
0: Thanks for listening to the show. Please rate and review the podcast, download and share with friends. You can go to debtfreedegreepodcast.com for more info and free downloads. Once again, that's DebtFreeDegreePodcast.com. See you next time.